Hello, and welcome to the Cake Lady Podcast. I am your host, Jahari Hamilton. I am thrilled about this first episode in our latest series, The Boarding Pass. During this conversation, you will hear from Deanna Lack, a senior at MTSU, majoring in Religious Studies and Sociology. You don't want to miss, as Deanna shares her study abroad experience in Canada and how it changed her perspective on diversity in religion. Hello, Deanna. Welcome to the Cake Lady Podcast. It's good to be here. So today we're going to be talking about your study abroad experience. I am so excited to hear about um, what you did, what you saw, what you ate, just all about your experience. I know that it was great. Um, so yes, let's go ahead let's and do it. jump right in. Yes. So first, before we actually get started with um, your actual experience with studying abroad, tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um <laughs> okay, so I'm a, a very non-traditional student. I like to joke that I took 28 gap years. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not go to college because I was a Jehovah's Witness, and it's highly discouraged for Jehovah's Witnesses to go to college. And I was talking to my therapist and said, that's been one of my greatest regrets for all my life. And she said, well, it sounds like you need to go. And I said, yeah, but it's so expensive, and I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> this was at age 46 or something. And uh, she said, just take a couple classes. And then Tennessee came out with that ReConnect um, program that allows people to go and get an associates for free. And so that's what I did. And from there, I went to MTSU on an honor scholarship. Wow. I love that. Um, 28 gap years. I love <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, But either way, whether it's um, two to five years or 28 years, um, it's, a, and it's an amazing experience to return to school, to be, to have the courage to come back um, and to follow your dreams. You know, if that was your desire, as your therapist said, it sounds like something that you, um, you know, always wanted to do, but just didn't have the support uh, and encouragement to do at the time. But hey, it's never too late. So I love the story. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So, yes, now we can go right on into this beautiful study abroad experience. Tell us where you went. Um, so I went to, um, Canada with Dr. Rebecca King and, uh, we went to Toronto for most of it. And then for the last couple of days, we went to Montreal. Wow. Wow. Now you said you did that with Dr. King, Dr. Rebecca King. Tell us a little bit, connect the dots with this study abroad, if there are any dots to connect, <laughs> um, with your major. Okay, so um, I am a double major in religious studies and sociology. And um, Dr. King is the head of the religious studies department. 
Um, cannot recommend the religious studies department enough. I love everybody that's working in there. Um, and this specific trip was uh, religious diversity in Canada. So um, the point was to compare many different religions um, as they're practiced in Toronto. And uh, it definitely did that. Wow, that is awesome. Different. I mean, you just got a chance to look at different religions in Canada. Tell us how that will help you moving forward in your uh, in pursuing your degree and in, in in your classwork, in your pers- perspective and critical thinking. Um it's been kind of interesting because when you study, when you go into religious studies, especially the beginning class is religion and society. You look at religion from, um, it's not, it's not like it's a, a seminary. It's not really preparing you for uh, a specific religion. So the program is really broad. The first case study we did in religion and society was about cannibalism and people who practice cannibalism as part of their religious practice. Um, so that I think, I think the program really helped me to be ready for all the diversity when, when we actually got there rather than the other way around. But also it showed me, um, how, not only like there's this, there's religious diversity, but there's also this common thread that runs through all of them. Um, that feels like it's missing uh, in a lot of ways in American religion. So that was pretty interesting too. Wow. So like an aha moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. And in so many experiences that that I've heard um, and even in my own, I found that you, those aha moments only come um, while you're studying in abroad, while you're while you're in a, a, a foreign country, or while you you are um, you're breaking out of, out of your usual exactly out of your circle. Yeah, so yeah. That's I love that. I'm glad that you pointed that out. Now, with that being said, why did you want to study abroad? Um, because I could is probably the (laughs) easiest answer. Um, there's a lot of support at MTSU for being able to study abroad. Um, so the, um, and I I know that you might've wanted to ask this later, but I'm going to jump into it now. There was a scholarship through the religious studies department and there was a, there's an honors, um, fund set aside by the honors college. Um, for that. And so I looked at all of the, the programs that were available and I, I really wanted to go to Israel, but um, when I looked at it, it said there was a lot of walking involved and I was worried about whether I could do that physically. And so I talked to Dr. King and I said, is there a lot of walking? It said on the application for Israel, it said, are you able to walk four to six miles a day? And I was like, what? maybe one day, but not like 10 days in a row. Right. And so I talked to Dr. King and I was like, you know, is this, 
going to be like that too. And she's like, no, I don't think there'll be that much walking. And I, so I've got this, uh, I've got this picture in, in my journal that shows that I walked 7.14 miles that day. And I was so exhausted at the end of that day. I was like, dang, I could have gone to Israel. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Wow. Wow. So yes, um, every trip has its unique um, moments that stretch us, right? (laughs) Whether it's physically, mentally, spiritually, socially, uh, whether it, whatever it is, it could be a combination of things. Um, but yeah, that you're right. Israel is a lot of walking, but let's go back to what you said about just making those connections with the support, um, to study abroad at MTSU in the university honors college. Can you give us like a little more detail or some specific people that you connected with and that supported you through this process? Yeah, um, I would say the best support I got was not necessarily through the study abroad department, but specifically through the Honors College. Um, Laura Clippard and, and Judy are just excellent at making honor students aware of what's available and you know, what kind of experiences you can have, and they want you to have a broad range of experiences. Um, So I talked to both of them. Um, They came and talked to our honors cohort. Um, And also, um, Dr. King really encouraged me to to look into this program. And or she first told me I should go to Israel, but but then I and it got all confused. But um, but yeah, she and then she told me about the Stakely Scholarship. Um, so I was able to do it for, I ended up paying nothing out of pocket except for what I, you know, what I spent while I was there. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, well, and my, and my flight, I paid for my flight as well. Um, but I want to go back and talk a little bit about where we went. Yes. Yes. Dr. King has a, a colleague in, in Canada. She's from Toronto area. And she has a colleague named Brian Carwana, and he does this Encounter World Religions program um, where you can go and and do these experiences. So we went um, we went to the Anglican Church of the Holy Trinity, which is the oldest church in Toronto. Um, we went to some historic sites. We went to um, Ganesh Hindu Temple, a Hare Krishna temple. We danced with the Hare Krishnas. Um, we went to uh, we went and did Tai Chi with the, at the Taoist temple. I uh, went to another Hindu temple. We went to a Hasidic synagogue. Uh, we went to a, a Rasta um, record shop. Uh, we had a Langer meal with the Sikhs. Uh, we went to a Zen Buddhist temple, two Zen Buddhist temples, a Zoroastrian temple, and I had never met any Zoroastrians before in my life. And then we went to a mosque and um, Notre Dame Basilica in um, Montreal. Um, I think that's it. But you it was think? a lot. I was going to say, <laughs> wow, what yeah. itinerary. That was a yeah, lot. Yeah, but it was, yes. it was really cool because, you know, our the, the funding paid for this Encounter World Religion. So Brian would take us to our... Um, our 
hub and we'd have a little lecture about like this is what buddhism is and you know how it how it descends from hinduism and then we would go and and see it in action so that was really cool Wow, that sounds really cool. What would you say was like your most intriguing experience there? I would say um, our visit to the sick t- the sick temple. Um, it's not called a temple. Hang on, let me let me remind myself what it's called. <laughs> Gudwara, that's what it's called. Um, and I did not know, but Sikhs, um, part of their religion is service. And that's important part of my religion, too. And so anywhere in the world, there is a Sikh temple. If you're hungry, you can go there. And as long as you're willing to put on a head covering, they will feed you. And they feed everyone sitting on the ground because they were rejecting the caste system. So everyone's equal sitting on the ground and they give you food, as much food as you want. And it's delicious vegetarian meal. And uh, just seeing how much they put their faith into practice was really moving for me. Mm, Wow. That's, that's great. Um, When you say, you know, it's just talking about like the similarities. Mm Mm-hmm as well as the differences. Right. And um, I guess that's the the whole point of it, you know, to be exposed to um, how those different religions, as you said at the the beginning, like there's this steady thread, you know, and like just Mm -hmm. kind of like, what is that? Or what do we have? What do these different religions have in common? Uh, so very intriguing. Um, what would you say? Um, I know you said that about the vegetarian uh, meal that the Sikhs um, fed you all, but like, was that like the most, you know, what was the most, I guess, different or odd thing you, you ate while you were there? Oh, uh, yep. It was probably that meal. Um okay. But I, um, I'm vegan and it is really hard to find vegan food eating out here in Tennessee. And there was vegan food everywhere in Toronto. It was like a vegan wonderland. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah. Did you you find out why that's the case? Like, is, why is it so prevalent? I'm sure it's partly... Uh, I'm sure it's partly cultural because they have a lot of cultures that are vegan and a lot of the the vegan food was, um, you know, specific cultures. Um, But also it's just a big city and I don't live in a big city. So I think that's part of it. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that as well. What would you tell a non traditional student or any student? who wants to study abroad, but doesn't think that either they have enough resources or support, um, or that it's just something that they're afraid of to be in a place they've never been before. What would you say to that student? 
Um, I would say just explore your options. Um, I went to the study abroad fair that they had in um, in the uh, student center, and um, and just talk to people from each of the the destinations and and about what the program because each one has kind of a focus. So some of them will work better with your major. Um, I got credit for mine as a as a class for both my honors minor and for religious studies. So if it fits well with your major, um, that may not only be an, a way to get some credit, there may be some funding, you know, speak to people in your in your department and say, hey, is there any funding for study abroad? Because we had the Stakely scholarship in the religious studies department, and I'm sure other departments have something similar. But, you know, like I said, explore your options and just think about it, especially if you're early in your in your journey at MTSU, um, you don't have to go this year. You could just go this year, explore the idea, think about it for a year and then and go, go next year. I think it's very um, important that you pointed out that you can get credit for going on study abroad. So it can count as one of your classes um, or more. And that's, I mean, just think about it. You're going to learn about a different culture, different people, different place, um, which is fascinating, can be a little apprehensive if you've never done it, but it's fascinating and it's a great experience, but you also get credit for that Um, Mm -hmm. versus, you know, maybe sitting in the classroom for what, 14 to 15 weeks. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. Uh, Yeah. And Um, there's some work, there's some work involved. I had to write a paper and I had to keep a journal, but but the journal is, you know, that's going to be a treasure keepsake for the rest of my life. So um, that was, it was hardly, hardly felt like work. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel the same way. Um, pretty much the same thing. We had, you know, a couple of papers to write and we, the journal though, that's just, yes, it's yeah. yours, you know, it's your experience. When thinking about the process of just getting prepared to go on the study abroad, um, finding those connections, uh, writing essays, if you had to, for scholarships, um, getting passports, whatever the process or experience that you had in the process, what would you say was the most difficult? What would you say was the, was the easiest part of the process or parts of the paper? The paperwork is a little bit of a bear. Um, you have to gather a lot of paperwork you have to make sure your passport's in order and you and you're going to get it in time um so those are those are a little bit of a challenge um so my advice about that would be jump on it early and also um talk with somebody about it as you're doing it whether it be an advisor in the study abroad or maybe the um the advisor for the trip um, because I messed up and thought I had sent in my paperwork and I didn't. So there was a mix up and I wouldn't have gotten to go if somebody hadn't canceled. So I almost didn't get to, and I, I wasn't sure I was going to get my passport in time. It was like all these balls in the air and everything just somehow came together, you know, in your planner or however you keep track of things, make sure, you know, the dates you got to have this by and you got to have that by. 
Great advice. Great advice. Did you all hear that? She almost didn't get a chance to go because there was a mix up in the paperwork. So we definitely want to stay on top of things and also just, you know, having that backup and support those around you that can kind of help remind you and that could also be there if something does happen where there's a mix up or um things don't go the way that the process says, maybe they can be of help to you to still make sure that you are um, on that plane when it takes off. So, yay. Um, I am just excited that you, you know, had this experience and would definitely want more non-traditional students to have the experience as well. As far as you actually, okay, there is something I want to say about that. Okay. Um, because being a non-traditional student, especially an older non-traditional student, it was a little bit intimidating for me to think about um, going on this trip with a bunch of kids, basically, right? So, like, you know, everybody else was in their 20s or younger, and I'm in my 50s. And so that was, it was a little scary thinking about not just, like, trying to keep up with them, but also, like, how am I going to fit in with, you know, a bunch of people who aren't my demographic? Um, but I have to say, I made the most amazing friends on this trip, and they will be lifelong friends, I'm pretty sure. Um, we text back and forth since we went and, uh, and, uh, and keep in touch. And um, so don't be afraid of making friends that aren't like you. That's my advice on that. Love the advice. Love it. So even though you're going to, you know, another country, a place you've never been, you're seeing people you've never seen before. Some of the people that you're going with um, may also help with that, you know, stretching and, 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 and show you something or reveal something different as well. So it's not just the place and the people that you've never ever seen or experienced, but some people that you'll be going with from MTSU. And in certain cases, it may not even be just from MTSU. They may be coming from other places, um, joining a a study abroad. I know in my experience, there was a husband um, that went along with his wife. So he wasn't, you know, Yeah. So, yeah. So you just get to meet different people and um, it does. It is. It is. Like you said, you meet lifelong friends. It can do that. Um, So thank you, Deanna. With that being said, is there anything else you would like to share about your experience or about the process with our with our listeners? Um, I don't think so. Um, I just think that anybody that you know, I mean, it does cost a little bit of money, so it might be something you need to save up for, um, or do a GoFundMe or something. You know, but but if you can if you can raise a little bit of money that isn't covered by by the college in some way, um, give yourself this opportunity to to have a new experience. Thank you, thank you so much. Yes, it is definitely worth it. I second that. And I hope that you gained something from Deanna's experience. Um, 
if nothing else, that getting out of your comfort zone can be very beneficial. And not temporarily, like she said, even with friends, it's a long lasting benefit. So thank you for listening. And thank you, Deanna, for being here. And thank you for sharing your experience with us. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to The Boarding Pass. It is my hope that these conversations have inspired you to get your boarding pass to study abroad.